Blessings to you today. Good day. I pray you are doing well. Pastor Tim Karskatten here at Christian Center Shreveport doing our daily podcast. We're releasing a prophetic dream we had recently about climbing the mountain of the Lord. And we talked about overcomers yesterday. So today we're going to talk about how to become a victor, how to become victorious in what God has commissioned you to do. All right, let's listen in. So glad you're with us today. Thank you for spending the time and uh, effort to turn in and listen in to these little podcasts. I hope they're an encouragement to you today. Thursday, it is January 11, 1 11, 24, 24th year, 2024. And we have been sharing this dream all week. I, I shared, I started on Tuesday about climbing the mountain of the Lord what God has in store for us as we climb, the price that you have to pay to climb the mountain. I'll be honest with you, most are not willing. I have to challenge my own heart. There's a, such a place in, in our, our, our soul that doesn't want to give in, not because we don't want to pay, the, quote, the physical price, but we don't want to go through the battle of the warfare that comes with this journey. But if we will get a vision, a glimpse of what the Lord has for us, we can do it. John West, our, our prophetic minister Sunday, shared the story of Paul who was commissioned to go to Jerusalem. And you remember uh, they had a dream or a vision. I can't remember. Uh, it was they saw him bound and they did a prophetic act and they took his his uh, belt and they tied him up and they said, this is what's going to happen if you go to Jerusalem, you know, and basically they were all saying, don't go. You're, it's going to be a bad deal if you go. And Paul said, look, I've already counted the cost. The Lord already told me that was going to happen. And so you telling me not to go is not going to determine what happens here. I'm going because the Lord has commissioned me to go there. Now you can't go. And John said this Sunday, you can't go on a trip like that unless the Lord has already told you uh, to go. Otherwise, you're going to listen to that counsel. Ooh, well, they, they got a trap set for me. I'm not going to go. But he had already had a word of counsel, which meant there was might to go. Because why? Did, Paul's commission in life was to speak uh, to not only the body, Jews, Gentiles, kings, and rulers. That was one of his commissions uh, when you read the story in the book of Acts about his life. And he hadn't spoken before the Roman kings yet. So the journey had to get him there. So he recognized the joy set before him, what he endured the cross of Jerusalem, of going there so that he could basically get arrested so he could come before the king. He was a Roman soldier, a, a, a citizen, I should say. So he knew that was possible. 
and he went ahead and took the journey. Okay, that's what it means to be an overcomer. But you need the help. I'm not going to sit there and tell you to do things of sacrifice without a word from the Lord. Ask the Lord for words, and we're going to pray for you at the end here today, that he would give you guidance. If there's going to be a difficult season, ask for that. Ask what it looks like uh, as you go forward. I'm, I'm not into pain. Let me tell you, I don't know. These, some of these preachers act like they enjoy the suffering, the fasting, the suffering they go through. I don't, I'm not into that. I'm sorry. I, I'm, <laughs> I, like, uh, you know, I like my comforts. I, I'm willing to because I see the joy set before me. There are times when I know if I prophesy at this meeting, it's going to be the last time I get invited here, or this is the last time I'll have any favor here. And I, I have to measure it and say, but God, you have something greater for me. And if I'm, if I'm obedient here, you're going to have something greater for me on the other side. And I'll prophesy it. And, and it happens pretty much as I think it will. And yet God opens up new doors and new ways of doing that. Okay. So yesterday, we closed out talking about Revelation 2 and 3, the seven churches' message of the spirit of each age. Each age has a spirit that each believer or that company of believers has to overcome. And if they do, they have the seven overcomers, the, the, the seven overcoming words that I read yesterday. And the last one, which I think is the more, most important one for us, because that's the age that we're in, the Odyssean age, is to sit with the Lord on his throne and he, as he overcame to sit with his father. So the overcoming of the age allows you a seat of authority. And we need that right now in the dream, my dream, and I'm going to tell the whole dream again. I've already told it twice. But in the dream, it was chaos everywhere, chaotic. The spirit of the age was ruling. The darkness, the Antichrist spirit was having its way, and we needed answers. And the answer in the dream was to climb the mountain of the Lord, get the counsel of heaven, then come back and share. Now, I have to remind us that, that it, it's not enough for you to go to the mountain of the Lord and get lost like some monk on a mountain. And I, I, sometimes the Desert Fathers, which I love their stuff, and I love the revelation of God, but sometimes... I wonder uh, if we don't get too caught up in that, that we forget that, uh, okay, to live on a mountain somewhere or, in a, you know, some place that's hidden, nobody around, okay, that's beautiful, but what good is it to the kingdom if you have all this revelation and you can't impart it to the body? I want to be one of those that comes back and shares, hey, this is what the Lord has said to do. So to be an overcomer, let's talk about that today, to be victorious. That's a better way of putting it because that's the Greek language. The expression is to overcome means to be victorious. That means we're in a war, we're in a fight, but we're going to have the victory. Now, how we look, how beat up we are, or how whatever we go through I don't know how that's going to play out. There's a number of people emerging, I think, in the body of Christ right now that are called these overcomers, these virtuous ones, these victorious ones who have overcome the diverse circumstances, and they've trained and they've refined their character to the point, and they become a leader in the body. It doesn't matter what your title is. I, I you know, I, When I went to Pensacola during the revival, uh, to get prayer at the end of the services, they'd have all these prayer teams and people down there praying, not individuals praying. I mean, I, I, I'm not gonna lie. I wanted the big dogs lay hands on me, the Steve Hills and John Kilpatrick's and Michael Brown's. I wanted them. I did. I felt they're big enough. If I get my, the hand laid on by them, I'm gonna get a greater impartation. But do you want to be honest with me? 
the thing that the prayer that I got at Pensacola uh, was by this little lady intercessor that probably affected my life more than anything else in my spiritual journey uh, as far as intercession and praying for the body of Christ and the kingdom. And I didn't know what happened because I was not disappointed. I didn't know who she was. My eye was on the big dogs and here this lady lays hands on me and all of a sudden I was a different person and I didn't know what was going on. I called back to the the ministry there in Pensacola, Florida and say, Hey, this lady prayed for me and this is what's happened to me. Well, who was she and what is this about? (laughs) And, and they told me she was the head intercessor and, um, and I started my whole journey as an intercessor. Uh, I, I'd always love to pray, but this was next level. I mean, just next level of getting before the Lord to hear his plans for the hour and the days that we're living in and then to pray them into the earth. Now, we all need that. We need that right now. So when you look at this, uh, to get to that higher place, these people in the past, the generals of the faith that we, we honor, uh, even though I said, like I said, they don't, may not have a title. Uh, even if you look in the biblical history, that it talks about in the book of Hebrews 11 that some of these were not worthy to be numbered among these who didn't see it. They were sawn in two. They went through all these different things. But they're, they're, they're champions. They received a higher place, what? Through their trials, through their difficulties. They made it. Uh, David found faith and rest in God during his, the season that Saul attempted to abort his opportunity to rule, okay? That's where David really grew in faith. So if you'll understand that by holding on to what God has for you, even in the trials that you're going through, and we're in a trial, and this is the thing the Lord told me about this year, that even if you don't want to go through these trials, they're going to happen anyway. You might as well embrace the work of the trial and say, look, I'm going to grow from this, and I'm going to merge as a victorious one, an overcomer, in the midst of all this battle. And so the, the, the three Hebrew children discovered the Lord in their fiery furnace and, the, and, and emerged totally set free from all bondage. Daniel found protection in God and his sovereignty in the lion's den. Moses discovered God's rest in the 40-year training season uh, while taking care of sheep, not really doing anything. Peter was sifted by like wheat in order to emerge the level of character that he needed to preach on the day of Pentecost. And uh, probably one of the greatest messages ever preached. Uh, but he had to go through that sifting first. The Lord told him, remember that? He said, Satan has desired to sift you, but I've prayed for you. And there's, there's, there's a perfect example of how you can go through a trial. If I know the Lord's praying for me in the midst of my trial, I'm willing to go through it, right? <laughs> if I'm not sure he's there, I'm not sure I want to go through the trial. But I think that's the beauty. The counsel of the Lord was that you're going to go through this, and the, the might is that you're going to preach to all the nations, and you're going to have a word for the nations, you're going to have a word for the Gentiles. Yeah, I mean, you know whole, Peter's whole story. So that, the list could go on and on from those big dogs, like I, I, I use the word big dogs, but the, the main people there, I think the three men in the fire weren't really main people. Daniel was. Uh, they were just kind of common people, and yet God used them in a mighty way. So it's not about your title, it's about your obedience. And so that list could go on and on. And our intent is not to prophesy more trials for you, more tribulations, but a company of people that, that go through these will receive an anointing with authority. 
And the fact that, that many have been through this process is, is undeniable. And we need to understand that this is, in a sense, part of the qualification, not disqualification, as an accuser of the brethren would like you to believe. You know, oh, if you were walking with God, you wouldn't be going through this. You wouldn't be going through this trial, Tim. You'd be in Israel today if you'd just walk with the Lord. You know, hey, the Lord was protecting me for whatever reason. I have to trust the Lord. I'm not going to listen to the accuser. Daniel prophesied this would be a place of resulting in the body of people with insight who had understanding of God's ways and God's relevant times and seasons. Do we not need that right now? Uh, and I think that's, that's critical. They were in you know, captivity when he's prophesying all these things. So the spirit of understanding is being released to a company of people who emerged with genuine spiritual authority and power to facilitate a harvest and more importantly for us today, how to navigate through this difficult season. God wants a people, a company of people who walk and talk like him, but he wants a bride that's pure and spotless. That's very important to him. Many, many are, are generally baptized in the Holy Spirit and fire, and you know, they, 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 they have that, but have we allowed it to consume all the issues of our heart, our selfish ambition, our striving, our improper motives, the God who desires to fill us and abide in us is a consuming fire. He's a jealous God, and he wants this for all of us. He doesn't want it just for me as a leader. He wants it for all of us. It's, it's what John saw in Revelation 5, 6. He said, and I saw between the throne the four living creatures and the elders of the Lamb standing as if slain, having seven horns, seven eyes, seven spirits of God sent out into all the earth. Did you get that? Sent out into all the earth. The one who walks among the lampstands has perfect insight to the issues that are going on in the earth. It's the highest calling. God desires to have us enlightened, have revelation, so that we can go through our circumstances ourselves, but also that we can journey through victory and activate a victory for others. And if you don't have this passion for others, this journey of the mountain of the Lord is not for you. Can I be honest with you? And maybe as you go up, you'll die to self enough that you'll recognize what it's for. But don't start the journey with, well, this is a way of getting finances for my family. This is a way of getting my family back. This is a way to get my ministry going. If you're starting with that motive, you're going to be one of those that had enough food to get started in personal destiny but they had to come back to ground zero because they didn't have what it takes to climb the mountain of the Lord. It is death to self. It is that I'm here for you and I'm here to be expended for you and by you, Lord, in this hour. Okay, that's my dream. I hope that encourages you. I hope it builds you up. I'm gonna pray for you. Uh, you would be one of these victorious ones. I'm looking for a company. I wanna be part of this company. Father, I pray right now as everybody listens to this prayer, that they would be encouraged, Lord. We can't go through these trials without you rev revealing to us what the purpose of them are. You knew the cross was, was the purpose of saving a world, so therefore you endured it. You saw that joy and you endured it. Lord, give us that revelation so that we too can endure the season we're in for the purpose of seeing the joy that you have for the victory on the other side. We will be victorious if we do this, Lord. Give us that insight and let us be the victorious ones. In the name of Yeshua, amen. All right, come back tomorrow, Supernatural Friday. Love you guys. Thanks for listening each and every day here on our...
daily podcast. We pray this is a blessing. Please share this with your friends. Let's grow this audience this year. That's kind of one of our goals, to share the good news, the prophetic of what God is saying. You are so faithful, and I so appreciate that. Don't forget our app, right? Christian Sinister Report. I tell you it all the time. But you can give there. You can also find out what we're doing. Join us in our prayer reading as well. We have a whole plan there, and you can keep up with us and what we're praying and what we're reading. This is the year of the Word, and we want you to walk in the Word that's been written for you. God bless. Come back tomorrow. See you.